Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. What uh, is important to say to someone before you say goodbye? That we had a loving relationship. That we cared about each other. That what we did was meaningful to both of us. That we, uh, it's a funny way to say it, but we sort of heightened the quality of our life because we were in this friendship or relationship of every kind, and that we did what we felt was good for each of us, and we tried to live up to what was important for and to each of us, and that we took responsibility and caring to and for each other. And we welcome you to today's podcast, the first of 2023. I'm your host, Ooh. the author of the book, <laughs> Tuesdays with Maury, upon which this podcast is inspired. A book that is now, let's see, uh, I got to do my math, 26 years old as we move into 2023. And yet the questions still burning, still churning, still interesting people and certainly captivating my attention as I continue to explore some of the themes that Maury and I spoke about by his bedside back when he was dying from Lou Gehrig's disease all the way in 1995. And we are happy to be here with you in this new year. Lisa Goitsch is alongside. New year, same producer, same friend. Lisa, you passed uh, the year, I hope. Yes. Happy new year to you. It's, it was a good New Year. It's a good New Year so far, knock on wood, you know? I uh, spent planned. In, in Haiti, as I always do for New Year's, with our kids at the orphanage, and and they were great. Uh, we, we have a tradition that we do all the time there, which is, it's pretty simple by American New Year's standards, but we bring down these sparklers, you know, the kind you use on the 4th of July, and we have a little dinner of pizza and apple juice, which is a, a big deal for the kids. And we, we get these little solar lights that you heat up during the day so that they, they uh, can sit on a table at night. They're plastic. And uh, we sit outside at these tables because there's not much in the way of light there or electricity. But we sit outside with the tables lit up by these little solar lights. And we Genius. have our And we have our... Uh, apple juice and then we take these sparklers and everybody gets one even the little kids have one assigned to them and we put them in the ground and we tell everybody to make a wish on on them for the new year whatever their number one wish is 
and we light them one per kid. And then when the last one goes out, uh, we all sing Old Lang Syne, which the kids know mostly by melody. <laughs> like every other human on earth. <laughs> exactly. So it's mostly da 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 And then for Old Lang Syne, uh, and there's a lot of hugging and kissing and happy, well-wishing. And it's very, very nice. And um, I love being there with the kids. It just got back uh, because we stay for a long time. So the kids are doing well. They're a little naughty. Our baby, who now turned one, uh, is is doing well. She w- went back to Haiti for the visit, but she's still back up here with us as she continues to recover from her malnutrition issues but she's doing really really well how was she with the other kids was she excited she was so in love with them and they were so in love with her and uh, she never i mean we have about 60 kids and i think every one of them with the exception of the two-year-olds and one-year-olds held her at some point or in that many embraces you know and that normally for a baby that could be quite upsetting but it wasn't for her uh, she just loved it. She just bounced around from one kid to the next and they loved her and they would come bang on our door in the mornings. Can we visit Nadi? Is Nadi awake? So she's, she's awake, but we're not. Right. <laughs> so That's anyhow, it, it was really quite, quite beautiful. And uh, Haiti continues, at least the orphanage continues to provide these amazing small moments in life that are just, just beautiful for us. And we're very blessed to be there. And And so here we are talking about things in the new year and some ideas for the new year that are maybe different from what you did before. Now, I'm not going to go into weight loss or better diet or more sleep or all those things we promise ourselves in January, which is always interesting to me. I, I, I learned from some friends who run a health club that uh, January is like the biggest month bigger than like the next six months combined for people joining health clubs and and going to health clubs because everybody makes a new year's resolution and everybody wants to start out better. And then February, February comes (laughs) drifting and by March, all the machines are available. (laughs) So, uh, uh, all right. You can do your own in, in that regard, but in terms of, uh, your soul and things for your heart, so I saw a, a piece that Lisa brought to my attention. Um, New York Times ran it earlier this year about writing a living eulogy. Now, the, the word eulogy brings with it kind of a, a scary, almost uh, aversive reaction because nobody wants to do a eulogy because it means that somebody died. But a living eulogy is the opposite of that. What they're suggesting, and this is not an original suggestion, people have done this before, is that you write a eulogy for a person who is alive and then send it to them so that they know how you feel about them. Uh, now, Maury, we, we've talked about this. Maury spoke to me about how he went to a funeral and heard all the things that were said about a friend of his and came back and said, well, that's not for me because all those nice things that they said about my friend, he never got a chance to hear them. I want to hear the nice things now. So he had 
he had basically a living funeral, which we've talked about on this show before. And of course, at a living funeral, you're kind of got to get living eulogies. But this is sort of different. This isn't for someone who's dying. This isn't for someone who's terminally ill. This is just for someone who is in your life. So you think about the things that you would want to say to someone or might say about someone when they were gone. Heaven forbid, Lisa, I had to do your eulogy. I hope you will, though, if that day comes. Well, I hope you do good. You do good at it. So <laughs> I'm I hiring would, you now. Okay, okay. You're booking me. Give I'm me booking you now. Dates. <laughs> That's the problem with uh, trying to get people to do eulogies. It's very hard to book them in advance. <laughs> it's very difficult to book them in advance. <laughs> so what would I say? Well, you know, I would talk about our friendship. I would talk about when I first met you. I would talk about my first impressions of you versus what I came to know about you. I would talk about your work habits and working with you on this podcast and little funny things probably that have happened or came up that are indicative of the kind of person you are. I would, I would talk about how caring you are uh, about our different topics and our, and our audiences and, and your attention to detail. I would talk about your relationship with your mother and your father, because I got a chance to witness that and knew them and, and, and these kinds of things. And you realize, well, you know what? I, I don't need to wait until you die to say all that. I've already, I just laid it out, right? Ah, oh, nice. Thank out. you. <laughs> so if you could put that in the form of, uh, let me tell you about my, my friend, my brother, my wife, my business partner, and then go into all the qualities that you would try to celebrate when someone died and you were doing the eulogy, except that they're not dead. So instead of putting them in the past tense, he was always a good, he was, it's, he is, he, she is. And, and you just do it in the present tense. It's a lovely exercise and it would stun people, stun people to receive this while they are alive. What because, a gift. Yeah. Uh, because unfortunately, one, one truism of, of, of human nature for most cultures and most people in most cultures, not all, but most, is that we never say the positive things and, and show our true appreciation of people who matter to us until they're gone. That's the truth. We'll be back with more Tuesday People right after this. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline.
I remember a rabbi t- doing a sermon once that I heard that really moved me. He said that uh, he was standing next to a man at a funeral who had to bury his wife. And he was crying. Not surprising, but he was crying, but he was really emotional. And the rabbi said, you know, what, what are you thinking? And the man said to him, I loved her so much. And I almost told her on several occasions. Oh, geez. And that was such a sad sentence to think that you would lose someone and that you would never have actually told them how you felt. Right. So to avoid that, think of what you would say about somebody when they were gone and say it now. Yeah. And there's many ways to do that, right? I mean, you can, you can send an email, you can send a letter, you can write a card. Yeah. You can, you can can record it into a, uh, into a little, gosh, every, every iPhone now has a program that you can make a file and just record it. I find those things to be really beautiful. I I once received a, a, um, I once received a, I guess he wouldn't mind if I said it, uh, a a voice message from Hugh Jackman, the the actor who's I've known for a while. We met and we become friendly uh, when he was in town here working. So I had you know always sent him my books, and he had read uh, I think it was Finding Chica, and he had just finished it, and he sent me a voice message, uh. and it was so lovely. You know he he just was saying his thoughts right after the book was over and he, he was very moved by it. And he's, he's a family guy and he has two adopted children of his own. And he was just reacting to it. And he recorded his thoughts and sent it to me as a voice message, not an email, didn't write it, but just sent it as a voice message. And it was so moving to hear this. And there's something about hearing it, not hearing it as a, as a message, not hearing it even face to face. I know face-to-face is, is, is critical, and, and most of the time, that's how you want to do it. You know, most of the time, you want to have conversations with people face-to-face. But there are moments in life where a letter is better. There are moments in life where a card is better. There are moments in life where a recorded message is actually better because you get to absorb it at your moment, at your pace, in your time, you know, when you're sitting in a chair and you're just thinking about it. Maybe when you're talking to that person, the dynamic isn't right, or there's a history of something else you were talking about or whatever. But when you get a letter, when you get a a, a living eulogy, when you get a message recorded, you can listen to it again and again. You can play it back. It changes your, you know, and it's just you with that thing. It's just you with that thing. Like when you get a letter and you open it and it moves you, haven't you ever gotten a letter that, that it's like, oh, you, you get like a tingle inside of you that you wouldn't necessarily get if they said it to your to face. Your person. Right. Yeah. Well, and also I think there's sometimes some discomfort involved if somebody mm-hmm. is standing, especially if somebody's standing in front of you and saying nice things about you. Right. That's you not always to, easy yeah, exactly. to accept. And, and but, you tend to shut them up. It's like, okay, yes. enough, 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 enough. And maybe they don't even finish what they wanted to say because you kind of did that thinking, well, I'm going to save them the trouble, you know? Yeah. So, so this kind of idea of a, of a, of a living, you know, maybe, maybe, a, maybe tribute is easier uh, 
tribute is easier than eulogy if that if that works better for you. You don't have to think about it as a eulogy. Think about it as a tribute, but write it in the like the 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 third person, not the second person. Like you are this to me. But if I were doing it for you, Lisa, for example, I'd say I have this friend Lisa Goich. Let me tell you about her. She's ah, this, yeah, yeah, she's this, yeah, yeah. She, 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 she. And it would, it, it, sometimes it's, it's easier to write that way, but it's also, it makes the people feel like they're reading about themselves, you know, they're, they're reading uh, an article about themselves or, yeah. or uh, you know, a, a tribute to them. And I, I think it's a great practice. So start off the new year by finding somebody in your life who perhaps doesn't have to be the closest person to you because, you know, the closest person to you probably knows how you feel on a lot of levels. And, and it's something that you're dealing with all the time. But maybe that person who you were always close to, but maybe not as close anymore, or someone who you're close to, but you just, you're not in the same place. You're not physically in the same place. It's difficult to keep the relationship up. And not only will that, their reception of the, of the, uh, whatever form it takes, eulogy, tribute, handwritten, voicemail, whatever, not only will that cheer them up, but it will make you feel good. You will find yourself quite moved by your own words. When you have to put into words what somebody means to you, it reminds you, it collects the data in your brain. You are, you are organizing a project that is basically in a single world word could be summed up in appreciation. Yes. You are organizing your appreciation and, uh, and, 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 and then you're emailing it. So, you know, maybe that's the best name for this segment, you know, how to organize, organize an email or organize and write out your, your appreciation. It's your e, your, your appreciation. Your e. E code. That's why you're. <laughs> That's right. why you're the producer, Lisa. That's <laughs> your appreciation of someone else. And you will feel like you did something uh, special. It is not just a selfless act to do this and to send it to somebody and say, well, I did something nice for somebody. It took me a lot of time and I, I, I wish I had the time back. You will find it to be a, a very cathartic, enjoyable experience. Because it will make you appreciate the person that you have in your life and the way that you appreciate it. So this is what I suggest you do to start the new year. Uh, do, a, do an appreciation, eulogy, or uh, tribute to someone in your life and send it to them. And then let us know how it worked. Because I'd be really curious to see how it worked. Me too. Uh, I, I, I think you would find that the reaction that you get from people will really be something special. So yep, that's our suggestion to kick off 2023, a, a living eulogy, a living tribute of sorts, and try it, try it on somebody who you, know, you haven't had the chance to say how much you appreciate them recently and see where it takes you and then let us know we'll start a group chat and you can post your stories there 
So that's going to wrap it up for today's first edition of the 2023 uh, version of Tuesday People. We're glad you're joining us. You can join us every week. Uh, you can go to wetuesdaypeople.com on the web, find out more about our show and our discussion groups and previous topics and things like that. And of course, we always appreciate those who have continued to send me such nice words about Tuesdays with Maury now in its 26th year and with a special 25th anniversary edition that is out, which has a special afterword from me in the book. And uh, I'm always so grateful to hear people are continuing to read that book around the world. Until we see you again, on behalf of Lisa Goitz, my producer, I'm Mitch Album, saying, see you next Tuesday. Thank you for listening to Tuesday People. To be part of our conversation, join the Tuesday People community at wetuesdaypeople.com. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss an episode and share it with your friends. We look forward to having you with us every Tuesday because, after all, we're Tuesday people.